Hey guys, before we get started on our very special episode, you know what to do. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod on our website, launchpadpod.com, and on YouTube, where you can check out our awesome family, because it's a <laughs> wives episode, man. The ladies yeah, we are got in the launchpad. Very special guests tonight, like buying jewelry, whining and dining. It took a lot to convince our guests tonight to come on our show, especially to talk about what we want to talk about tonight. <laughs> Ooh, baby. This is um this is a very divisive episode because it's a divisive film. Some people think it's fantastic. This guy does. And uh I know you and I, we both have an appreciation for this film. But you don't say fantastic fantastic without like leaning in or putting an asterisk there right like it's oh, an italicized fantastic right absolutely but i also okay. will wear this shirt and tell people it's the best in the franchise just to watch them get shitty pissed and i like that too so <laughs> we're talking halloween three let's get on with the show ignition sequence start six five four three two one zero all engine running liftoff we have a liftoff Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. On the screen. <laughs> and Matt, we have our better halves in the house. We do this like once a year. We haven't been able to do it for a while, but uh, here we are. The ladies in the Launchpad. <laughs> the Launchpad. I love that you said once a year. I'm pretty sure we didn't have our son, and he's four. <laughs> last time we did. Yeah. That. <laughs> Uh yeah, well you had a kid, uh, and then we had a kid. It's then been you guys a minute. Copycats and had kids. There was a pandemic in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, it has been a minute. You're right. It's been like four years. But hey, let's make up for some lost time. Uh, so good to have you guys. My wife Kate is here. Matt's wife Amanda is here. It's so exciting. I love it when uh, we get you guys to join us on on our sh- silly little show. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Our silly little show like this. This show gets as much time from you and I as these two women do, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I did. We, I say that uh, when we just went came back from Comic Con like a month ago. Uh, that was super fun. But um, we're talking a movie. Um, we watched we watched Halloween three, the big the big Halloween three season of the witch. Uh, it's a good one. I love well, this movie. <laughs> It'll be raise your hand if you call this a good movie. I think it's two fine. Boys. <laughs> two boys raised their hands it. Amanda decidedly did not and Kate thought about it and then said it's fine and raised her hand um, I mean look well, I've seen much worse it's true. I mean I am married to Aaron McLean, so but that's you know my, like, my standards Kate, you watch have this stuff right? you, you watch horror movies you're okay with horror movies you even like some horror right, movies right? Right, right Amanda does not like it's gotta be that's a not special... true I like a handful of horror movies I like Scream okay I like the original Halloween Okay, but that might be the list. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, and that 
Um, that's, okay. okay. That's it. So, like, for I could definitely see Kate watching a movie like Halloween 3 much easier. And I thought I'd get pushback because Amanda has heard us talk about Halloween 3. Maybe not details. You hadn't but, like, seen I told it? Her, no. Oh. She'd never seen it before. Oh, no, I haven't seen really? it. Well, I just realized I like my Bloody Valentine too. That's Ooh, another one I like. That is a good one. That was a good Your one. That is pretty good. Remake. The remake you Oh, wait. No, no, no. Wait. I thought of another one. Uh, Amneville Hart. Oh, yeah. So you do, you do like a bunch of. And she's got good taste. Like the one she likes, I'm never like, what? I'm like, okay, okay. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. My Bloody but, Valentine's a good one. That's a solid poll. Um, yeah. I, my, my, my NECA, my Bloody Valentine minor is coming in the mail tomorrow. Oh, you bought that? <laughs> so I should take it off my target list. Yeah. Yeah, I bought okay. it. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought there was about to be a rattle spat. I thought she's like, you bought that? So I should go buy myself no, some shoes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to God there's a time where Aaron comes home from work and he hears some bumps and bangs upstairs and he he looks up and he's like, babe? And he doesn't hear anything, but he hears Kate giggle. And he's like, oh no, are my worst fears coming true? And he creeps up the stairs and slams the door open and she's just playing with all of his action figures. <laughs> yeah, that's never gonna happen. <laughs> I have to play dolls with my three-year-old all the time. So yeah, you gotta throw some uh, bloody minor in there. Some my bloody minor Valentine. <laughs> Um, so we got Halloween 3. Uh, if you guys haven't, uh, listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, it is worth it just to say that you've been through there. Uh, if you don't know about it, it's the third movie in the original Halloween franchise, and it has zero to do with the previous two. Uh, Halloween, I'm going to assume we're all familiar with. Halloween 2, if you haven't seen it, is a pretty strong sequel, I think. It's not special like Halloween 1 was, but it is really good. I think it holds itself, and it also, it, it is a direct sequel in that it comes after Halloween 1 in, in, in the fact that it literally takes place the same night. Like, it picks up where Halloween 1 left off in the exact yeah. same moment. Yeah, you still got Laurie Strode, you still have uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and all that. But it um, Halloween 3... They were trying to do something different. They're like, "Hey guys, let's let's get wacky with it. Let's uh, let's change it up. Let's switch it up. Let's make a different movie." And um, it's a different genre, even. It's completely different. It is well, bonkers. Like, it feels like they just bought the Halloween franchise because the literal only connection is the fact that it takes place around Halloween. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's it. There's and they watch nothing Halloween. Else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, on the true. TV you see a, a, a promo and you actually see a couple minutes or a couple seconds of the first one. Um, and I think it's cool. To to say I'm going to do something different, but can you say it on the third movie? I feel like you say it on the second movie, or you say it like when you've run out of Michael Myers shit, but you just be like, here's Michael Myers. Here's Michael Myers again. Oh, here's all this other shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a valiant effort. And originally, you know, uh, John Carpenter didn't want to do more Michael Myers. He wanted a one and done, and then more movies that each one was a different vibe. I love that idea. Yeah, that would have been fine. But they were shoehorned into telling this story and he was like well two two episodes I wrapped it up and people were like nah, uh, uh, have you never heard of a, of, a, of, a, of a trilogy John Carpenter like when is two movies the end of your story that's bullshit did they do trilogies back in the early 80s sure. or was they that, had it been invented is that fairly <laughs> I mean They'd Star Wars had, had happened Oh, I suppose. No, they hadn't because this was 82. Oh, so Return of the Jedi right? was not a thing yet. You're right. Oh, hey. it was about to be a thing. So maybe trilogies weren't hot, the hotness at the time. Do Nowadays, you think every- <laughs> Return of the Jedi was supposed to be a whole nother thing that had nothing to do with Luke Skywalker <laughs> or Jedis 
or the force or space. And then they saw this movie and were like, oh, no, no, no. The third movie has to be the sequel to the second movie. You can't just go hard left at the end of your second movie and start fucking melting children's faces. <laughs> so, so it, yeah, go ahead. Kate, you have seen this movie before, right? Before you watched yes. it for this show, you'd seen it. How many times yes. do you think you'd seen it? Oh, gosh. We watch it about once a year. I would we, we, so we you're watched it twice this year already. Have we? Yeah, we watched this um, September 1st. You're like, I'm in the mood. Let's throw it. You requested Halloween 3. Okay. And I was like, yeah. It's it's definitely a one <laughs> year for me, but Amanda had never seen it before. I mean, it's no like deathbed, the bed that eats. Like, <laughs> I'd rather be tortured than sit through that again. It's not that level, but I certainly will not be requested. I won't be like, hey, babe, it's September. Let's throw it out. <laughs> You don't ever. No, I never need to see this again. (laughs) (laughs) What? So, so I guess let's do, let's do like first reaction. So Kate, even though you've seen it multiple times, you did just re-see it. Right. What was your first, let's just go with, if you remember the first time you saw it or your most recent time, just give me a first reaction. I don't remember my first time seeing it. I do. The thing that really sticks out to me, and I I mentioned it a couple minutes ago, is that it is very much like a sci-fi film in a horror world. It's something that would fit, I think if it were written today or released today, it would fit seamlessly under the Black Mirror umbrella because it uses technology as a way to kind of drive the story. And I wrote something down. It's like, oh, tech is being used as a means of manipulation. Um, And just, I mean, it's a huge driving force of the story. Yeah. So. Um, I I it's it's more that. sci-fi. It's more Black Mirror, maybe, um, gosh, Twilight Zone, that kind of vibe than like a slasher horror. And I do have to say, I have never really been a fan of the Halloween genre or Halloween series. Franchise. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. I'm, yeah. Um, and like, I I get Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees mixed up. Like, it's a running joke in our house. Aaron <laughs> <laughs> will be like, oh, I want to see Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm like, oh, okay, well, put on your Jason mask and let's watch it or whatever. I don't know. See, I know that one because I once had a sweater that was red and gray stripes and Matt never let me forget that it was my Freddy Krueger shirt. What was the other thing where someone saw Jamie Lee Curtis and someone told you that they saw Jamie Lee Curtis and you said something the effect of, was she getting a hockey mask? And the person Amanda said that to did not know what to do with it. (laughs) That's something I would totally say and not to be funny. I totally I don't that. remember this story even happening. Like when was that? Friend Allison. Oh. But to go back to what Kate said about uh, Black Mirror, I think that's really apt, and it's something that I hadn't thought of. I actually went to a Insane Clown Posse concert last night with our friend Zeb Wells, who's yeah. a, a big time comic book writer and a, a writer and director for television. Look on Amanda's face. I'm sorry. Name dropper. We were t- no, but we were talking about. I love Zeb Wells, but he's not a big enough name to drop. Zeb, back me up. Um, <laughs> he and I were talking about. Halloween 3 and I told him we were doing this episode and he was like yeah that movie's such a mess he's like at best it's a good short story or a good Twilight Zone episode mm-hmm. and yeah. that made I me think of Black Mirror because there are some amazing Black Mirror episodes but for the most part most of those should have been like 20-25 minute long gotten to that twist that maybe I saw or didn't see coming and then let it go this movie I love it because it is a fucking mess and like it asks <laughs> you to it asks you to lean in so hard 
to make the movie work. But if it was a 15 minute thing, it would act, it could actually be pretty successful at what it was trying to do, right? Like yeah. you could make a creepy little comic or short story or movie or TV show if it was 15, 20 minutes, I think. Well, and I also it's think like the that, opposite of a Godfather. <laughs> you know, like, let's just, just do less. <laughs> do less. Do less, more than the imagination. <laughs> they... Well, I, I also think that... Oh, never mind. I don't remember where I was going with that. Go ahead and cut that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amanda, give us your first thoughts. On, like, the whole movie or, like, the, the first five just minutes? However you, give, me, give, give us both. Give us first five minutes and then when you got to the end of the journey. I mean, like, when it started, I was like, okay, what's this guy running from? I thought it was cool that they weren't, like, hiding the bad guy's, like, features or his faces at all. Like, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because usually when it's, like, something scary, they try to, like, but you guys shoot around it. Shoot suits chasing some dude. Yeah. And I was like, all right, okay, let's see where this goes. And then I found myself asking why? Like, why am I watching this movie? <laughs> why, <laughs> why is this happening? Why do I care? Why does she like him? There were so many whys. <laughs> The and whole it's like time. The, we've uh, for those of you guys who haven't heard our other wives episodes, we've had wives um, on a couple times before to talk about mostly Star Wars. And when Amanda and I are watching those, I take notes on my phone of all the funny oh, no. shit she said. She said like three or four things this entire movie. The rest of it was just like a slightly perturbed, disdain face the whole time. <laughs> I was waiting for something to happen <laughs> well the first note I have is uh, these these guys in suits are chasing this guy who we don't know he's got a Halloween mask he makes it he gets up in the hospital and a guy walks a guy one of the guys that was chasing him in a suit walks in and grabs his like bridge of his nose and just crunches his face and that happens and it's a pretty cool brutal looking scene you don't see a lot of gore but you definitely hear that crunch and see him break this guy's face nose and then yeah it's gnarly yeah. he wipes his blood hand on the curtain and when he wipes his bloody hand on the curtain Amanda went ugh gross <laughs> like, <laughs> it was three seconds after the gnarly bridge of the nose crunching which she had no reaction Kate, about Kate went and she goes why are they wearing gloves yeah why are they why wearing, are gloves? wearing gloves <laughs> like he, they, they went to the trouble of like showing them putting or showing him putting them on yeah like he ducked out put them on and then did his murder and then killed himself <laughs> and it's like yes. okay so why wear the gloves? That seems like an unnecessary step. 100%. I was like, that is definitely one of the whys. There were so many things that did not track, did not make sense, did not fall into place in the ending. These things are robots or automatons uh, or whatever you want to call them. And like, right, we're not watching Star Wars. What are you saying? Right before this, <laughs> right before that reveal happens, Amanda goes, so they're robots, right? They're not real people, but they're very meticulous about putting on their gloves before they murder. They are. And they care about their bloody hands after doing death nose jobs and then like if your plan is to dump <laughs> gas all over yourself like seconds later yeah you don't need gloves I mean you obviously don't need to hide your face so right but I like I like that scene man he pops Love his it. nose and then just immediately is like ah oh, taking a nice shower in his car <laughs> well it definitely is like what's like it, 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 I think it's effective yeah. right especially for mm -hmm. the, the era that it was made it's yes. a good opener where you're like what is especially if you've seen Halloween 1 and 2 right and you're like what is this? What? What am I like? What's happening? What's the beginning 
in this movie. Again, especially if you think my, Michael Myers is involved. But even if you didn't think he was involved, you're still like, okay, what? This is a good way to get me, you know, interested in the plot. What's going to happen next year? And then nothing really happened. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't, so here's the thing: in today's world, the internet would spoil this immediately. They're like, they're making a, a Halloween movie with no Michael Myers. Back right. then, did people actually get to the movie theater and not know that Michael Myers wasn't in this movie? Was right. this a total like? It just okay, felt robbed the whole yeah. time. <laughs> the whole right. time, you're like, I've been sitting here. We're 45 minutes in. I guess he's not showing up. Like, I think that could have happened back in the 80s. You didn't have the rumor mill. You didn't have magazines that like meticulously released everyone who is in this movie. You're checking the cast list mm. and you're like, I don't see a Michael Myers in here <laughs> anywhere. I don't see it inside of William Shatner. <laughs> Tom Atkins, let's focus on that for a second. <laughs> Tom Atkins, yeah, uh, hottie or naughty? No. Oh, are you? <laughs> Wait, no. Rumi looks surprised. Rumi, do you think he's a hottie? Not at all. He's an old man in every movie he's in. But in every movie he's in, he's like, "What's up, girl? Twenty years younger than me." I'm she's literally twenty-five years younger than him, yeah. by the way. I did the math, and she just immediately yeah. is sleeping with them five minutes later. Uh, yeah. In every movie he's in, he also slaps multiple asses in this movie and implies relationships with multiple multiple women that are not his ex-wife and there's at least two women that like act flattered by it and one of them is pushing for more dates later and she for sure is out of his league she's like a uh, um some sort of coronary investigator yeah. or something right. coronary, coronary coroner's office. so yeah. but it's like yeah and i said to a man at one point like okay we've all seen movies before where we're supposed to believe that two people are interested in each other or have something even though one is way out of the other one's league but i right. said to her, i was like how old are we supposed to think he is? Because right? like, you know, when you watch like a high school movie and like, mm -hmm. people are clearly have their own kids and you're <laughs> yeah. like, okay, but I understand from the yeah. context that I'm supposed to think you're 18. How old are we supposed to think he is in this? <laughs> old enough to have a, a doctor's license and old enough to be high up in this hospital. That he's they got have two to kids. Call, he's got they two have five or six year old him. kids. Yeah. He's getting paid. <laughs> he's not an intern. Enough. He's not yeah, an so he's intern. He's at least 35, I would say. <laughs> I, I thought you were supposed to assume that he he was at least early 40s. Yeah, but I think he, that's fair. In reality, looked like today's 50s. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they expect us to consider him like this silver fox. But yeah, no, no. That's yeah, hard. I, I said that he looked like kind, like not to be rude, but he does have a little bit of like the Lost Boys vampire face, like naturally. Not, like, not did like you see brow? like the way he had like if you look to his brow to like the line right under there's right. literally a line across his nose at one point it makes that like x shape it was very off-putting i was just <laughs> like oh and also he's a, he's supposed to be a freaking doctor why is she going to a bar to ask the doctor some questions and then all of a sudden doctor is an investigator does not yeah. give an f about his That's kids the whole thing. why is this it's even like, a movie <laughs> he shouldn't be involved in any of this yeah he should be like neither should she i mean honestly it's like nancy drew and her grandpa going to san to wherever California and like fucking shit up. He, no. All right. Almost civil Told his wife to be like, I, 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 I have to go to the, I have to be I go to conference. the hospital. He's well, yeah. no, he's got to go to the hospital. He, he's like, he, it, first he gets the 
pager and he's like, got to go to the hospital. Oh, yeah, got to go. He's that important at the hospital. He's got to show up at all hours, but not important enough that, that he much, can though. fuck off for three days to go play <laughs> Nancy Drew and her grandpa and bang chicks and drink beers. It was like a week, dude. Yeah, he it was, was gone days. <laughs> Although she seemed to have packed for this trip and he did not. Amanda was very concerned <laughs> about that. What's up with she that? That was very strange. The little suitcase and, and there's, I mean, there's not much space, but enough for a negligee. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> to investigate her father's death, she brought lingerie knowing that her father was missing and she was single. Like, that's a girl who's keeping her options open. She's right? trying to get herself a doctor, is what she's trying to do. <laughs> trying to... Good call. Good oh, she call. probably wasn't even related to that guy. She was just like, she heard, she heard that there was a murder slash car explosion. She was like, let me see if there's some like silver fox, some silver fox lost boy who I can get in there and. <laughs> Take me on my on my trip to Santa Mira that I've always wanted to go on. Well, like going back to that scene where he leaves the ex-wife. So she's supposed to be this like shrew figure. But the longer the movie went on, the more I just really identified with her as a character. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. like she first comes out and she's got this sweater over her shoulders, like cape style. And I was like, what the hell is she doing? And then I realized they were exes. And I was like, oh, that was like her 80s power move was to like gently put her sweater across her shoulders like at any moment she could dash out to something <laughs> was, there's was just so many weird little things in there but you had a really good complaint about Tom Watkins uh, Tom Atkins character in that there's nothing really likable about him like he he's not I mean like it sucks to say right but we say it about we say it more often about women he's not that attractive he's not in good shape he like he's just we see his fucking ass and him shirtless we don't he's see any raging girl doesn't wear underwear he just is like walking around with his junk out he, in advance he it, <laughs> uh, like very quickly is set up as a liar to his ex-wife about taking his kids trick-or-treating and shit for Halloween Terrible to go father. fuck around with this girl and even if you want to say that he's being altruistic at that moment and genuinely just wanted to help her investigate the death he's still fucking his kids over but I don't think like and that's in the best case situation <laughs> but I honestly think he was like man this girl's pretty hot and there's a good chance I'm gonna get a hotel room with her tonight I'm calling my ex-wife with a six pack on six the, the payphone to make an excuse <laughs> and okay but like can can am I gonna spoil the ending if I no you, okay, I, okay so at see. one point she's we find out near the end that she's like a little robot person and like we could debate about what point she became like a gooey robot but like <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> because why why even get the doctor involved like the doctor wouldn't have done anything if she hadn't shown up like the whole story makes no sense if you back dial it like she's been a gooey robot the whole time but then she's it's not, like if she no, was no. a gooey robot then like that makes sense is the only reason why you would find this man at a bar and then he <laughs> yells at her all crazy at the bar and she's like yeah come in the car with me and let's go to this creepy ass Irish town like it just makes no fucking sense <laughs> I don't think she was a robot till they kidnapped her I think they swapped out after I the, agree, but this is the yeah. first time, and I've seen this movie a bunch of times. This is the first time I really thought about that, and I was right. like, hmm, "That makes sense." But at the same time, I agree with Amanda. Like, why? Why else would she sleep with this dude? With this guy? I mean, he's and, a doctor. I guess unless she thought he was a vehicle to figure out her father's disappearance. I mean, he was useless the whole time. He runs out when they're okay, and the when they're at the motel, and then the neighbor like explodes. Okay, she like <laughs> she. They run out. She's the neighbors being hauled out by all these men in white coats, right? 
And he's like, I'm a doctor. I'm like, so are they. They're wearing white coats. Like, what? <laughs> like, you're useless. At no point was he helpful to anyone. He, he was, was like a, a doctor in education or something. <laughs> Not actually a medical doctor. He's a PhD. <laughs> Can you, Amanda, you said a girl blows up. Can you explain what happens there? Oh, okay. So the lady in the motel, um, she, so they're going to the factory in this creepy Irish town, which I did kind of like that they were trying to bring in like, <laughs> the Irish into Halloween for some reason. That was fun. <laughs> so she she they they're in this factory town to go buy these masks and these masks are set up to like um damage all the children in the long run but anyway she has a mask and the little token falls off and she starts to pick at it and it has special magic moon dust from stonehenge in there <laughs> and, it, and it somehow misfires into her face and melts her like right that's pretty much sums it up yeah and then bugs hey, you come have out anything of her to face. Add? no not really bugs come out of her <laughs> i mean face. they do yeah and her face is like melt at it's it's a pretty good makeup honestly like they've blown it's really gross and out right yeah it, it looks like her eyes are all red and popped out it she, looks like wiley coyote stuck his finger in the end of the shotgun it's <laughs> <laughs> a great way to say it Aww. i think she was my favorite character though from the moment she showed up she did not give two fucks she almost ran them over and then she was like girl you're the only female in town i'm gonna chat you up like she was just doing her own thing that Passing lady was living her life right there living her life <laughs> oh yeah that's one thing this movie has that's for sure um sh- that woman was married to tom atkins at the time that's his wife at the moment oh okay so oh man that seems more age literally was in the room next Much. door while they were filming the banging scene <laughs> That's a marriage right there. <laughs> they she like to keep things spicy. That was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, babe, you should probably go wait in your trailer because I had to bang this chick in the next scene. She was like, really? She's like, okay. is she 12? Yeah. Isn't her daughter her age? They have sex. And then she she's like, I want to go again. He's like, aren't you even a little bit tired? She's like, no. He's like, wait a second. How and she's a robot you? goo person already. I'm just saying. <laughs> he asked how old she is and I'm like that is way too you you are past the point to be yeah. asking that fucking question sure. yes. so if there's a question <laughs> you probably shouldn't be doing anything let alone asking after the fact so there's a lot of th- red flags here this, ultimately right? I could use this movie to like teach children about consent because like so much of this movie did not age well <laughs> like it captured a moment in time that is thankfully past that's a very nice way to put it <laughs> ass slapping and um banging dude's daughters who seem way too young for you yeah that doesn't I'm older than I look kind of like bounced around but yeah. like if you haven't seen this movie the, the this guy running at the beginning he has a Halloween mask these guys in suits are chasing him they eventually chase him to this hospital where they kill him by breaking his face yeah one of the suit guys goes into his car pours gasoline over himself and lights a match and he explodes um the girl is a daughter of the guy whose face got smashed and she's like why did they kill my father I have to figure this mystery out Tom Atkins says hey well she asks and he's like yeah baby I'm, I got nothing going on it's only Halloween and my kids are fucking psyched 
but I could, I could let me make a quick phone call and get out of that shit. Um, and he and pick her up a six end up back of Miller Highlight. <laughs> yeah, that's the only six pack in the movie. We see his little flab like two or three times. Um, they go on a road. <laughs> they go on a road trip to Santa Mira, which is this town that houses the factory that makes all these masks, and it's by this guy Cochran, who is the king of the practical joke. He reinvented humor and Sticky I guess that somehow paper. also yeah somehow also includes Halloween masks but they're all Irish like that's part yeah, of they it make that, like, yeah, they make that abundantly clear everyone has accents like they haven't been living in Santa Mira yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have an Irish accent um, so Tom Atkins and this girl get to this town and they pretend to be a husband and wife in a, ho- a motel to try to sneak into the factory and figure out what's happening when they do they figure out that the factory eventually this is revealed the factory has someone at the factory the people have stolen one of the rocks from Stonehenge which there is a Chekhov Stonehenge news report earlier in the movie where they're like one of those rocks is missing and we don't know why so, now we see hold it on, there. hold on let me let me jump on this Stonehenge there's two things in that re- <laughs> news report the guy at the gas station is watching the news report and he's like interesting piece of Stonehenge is missing and then her dad who's holding the mask um, ask for help in the way that you can only ask for help in a horror movie, which is jump from off screen and grab onto somebody <laughs> going, ah, ah, ah. and like <laughs> that's how you ask for help in a horror movie. They'll kill us all. They're going <laughs> to kill us all. What? Then Stonehenge feels like a malicious compliance to me. Like somebody on the crew is like, uh, director, what should I put here? And he's like, I don't fucking know Stonehenge and walked off. And they're like, all right, <laughs> boom. <laughs> It makes they no have, sense. So the other thing that makes no sense, and maybe it's the magic of Stonehenge that I just don't understand. Because you're not Irish. <laughs> I'm fifty, like I'm like fifty-eight percent Irish, so I get the gist of what this movie was trying but to like, do. Does Stonehenge warp like time and space? Because yeah. oh, because yeah. here's the thing: like this gas station from the beginning of the movie, like the dad has theoretically run from the Santa Mira factory to the gas station, and the gas station is close enough to this hospital where this guy works right yet they have to go away for an entire freaking weekend to drive all the way up to Santa Mira in this long ass sequence and yet they still run back to the exact same gas station that is driving distance in a short span to this man's hospital none of it makes sense Amanda breaks movies like that and TV shows all the time I will be so at least not invested but in it and she'll say something that like it just turns the lights on and pulls the curtain up and you're like oh I could see every string now like that doesn't make any sense a montage of them driving through farm fields and he's like turn a left on the 34 and like the montage delineates hours in the car to to, to wherever they are that was but that was his creepy grooming shit because he wanted her to like it really was like (laughs) Santa Mira was only like five miles from where she lived but he was like we're gonna have to get a room like (laughs) this is gonna have to be a weekend trip babe one bed what do we do Um, do you want to do Dr. Chalice that's a dumb question (laughs) (laughs) 
So they they hook up. They start figuring out this mystery. Another like the the, thing, the scene that Amanda said with the woman's face blows up. She has one of these masks. The tag falls off. We see a chip on the back of it. She for some reason starts poking at it with a hairpin, and it zaps her with rotoscope electricity in the face. Later on, and Amanda doesn't get this part either, and she'll explain it in a second. Someone else at the hotel is the top grossing um, gag salesman in the nation. His family has been invited for a tour of the factory that our he heroes, the golden ticket. Our heroes end up going on as well. They end up putting that family in a room, giving the boy a mask. He watches this boop, 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 boop commercial, and it makes his face in the mask start to melt and bugs and snakes come out of him, kill the other family members. And Amanda's thought was, you just killed off your number one salesman in the entire country. What is the goal? What is the end game of this? Like, none of it makes any sense. Like, he's like, you won't take any of my orders for next year. <laughs> like, what is the goal of this town? Like, I he's just don't understand. Everybody. He wasn't, Cochran wasn't trying to make money. Cochran was trying to do the ultimate practical joke. A gag on the children. Which is just, I love that. I love the idea of like, let's have a maniacal killer who wants to kill most of the children in the world for pretty much no reason. But like, you needed Stonehenge to do it? Like, I just, all of it. How else are you going to get the snakes and bugs? It does kind of feed into the whole occult piece of Halloween, right? With Stonehenge Mm -hmm. and paganism, human sacrifice, all that stuff. By the time oh, see, I just feel like they threw I mean, shit into a pillowcase and drew it out, and we're like, we can write a it movie with all these like things. That. Let's just do it. By it was time, like the South Park seals, or like yeah. popping up the <laughs> balls. With, by the time that Colonel Cochran explains him, he's like Sam Hain. You're like, I don't care. I don't care. I, like I'm either on yeah. board or I'm out. I, it, there's no in between. Like you, you're you're talking too much. Get on with it because I'm either already all the way in with this movie, or you are just boring the shit out of me. With you're like back in the day, the hills ran red with the. Blood right, right, children right. and animals, and you're yeah. like, okay. And it that's does usually when I go involved. to the bathroom or get another glass of wine or something. <laughs> well, also, like that's a reveal. That's supposed to be the scene where the villain is monologuing and explaining his plan, and you're supposed to either hate him, oddly agree with him, be surprised, but you just want him to stop talking because what he's saying doesn't make any sense, and most of us have no frame of reference for Stonehenge, Sam Hage, paganism, and, and like, there's no reason if he had said, "My parents never let." Me trick or treat, so I hate Halloween. I wouldn't like, believe that more. That made a hundred percent better that than what been the movie like, has. The movie is just like I want to kill the children. It's a joke, well, and that would be way more in line with the Halloween franchise, and you know, just in general, just because it's not this whole like dastardly plan. It's this. Wait, I'm gonna get it mixed up with the one at camp. Never mind. <laughs> do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Jason's the camp one. I would get that right. Okay, that's true. It's, it's like a smaller story. It's not mm-hmm. this overarching like. I want to kill all the children in the world. This is James Bond it's, level yeah. of crazy. Correct. It's like, awesome. I'm a billionaire and I'm going to poison the water in Flint, Michigan and kill everybody. Kind of and it's like there's that scene in Scream where they're like, sometimes it's scarier if there's not a motive. Did Hannibal Lecter have a reason he ate people? And you're like, no, but Cochran can't just say it's a joke. I mean, I love right. the line. It's a joke on the children. <laughs> but was, like, it, it was a joke. <laughs> it was a joke on the moviegoers who thought they were going to go see another <laughs> fucking Halloween movie. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's, it's interesting. Like, 
like when, think, think about the thing that I just said as a joke but it's true um, when you think about um, Silence of the Lambs Hannibal Lecter does not have a monologuing scene where he says I eat people for no reason Cochrane could have just said I'm doing this to kill the children and no explanation but to explain Stonehenge and blah 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 and then be like but that's that didn't answer any questions you didn't explain anything all he did was chew up some scene time also this is something I hate Hannibal Lecter does have a reason why he eats people there is a reason he just doesn't want to tell you they're delicious Hunger. right yeah. Right. no it's like, and look they it's go because into of it all shit time, that like, happened in the past that they yeah, explain but in it's the next better that we don't movie. know it's better right. that you don't right. know why right you know if you assume he has a reason I think I think saying the Hannibal reason just Hannibal Lecter is just crazy to crazy he is absolutely not a joker in this scenario you know sure right I agree with that but yeah For this sure. is like a half-assed explanation oh it's but so, so while goofy. this is happening um, uh, Tom Atkins keeps checking in with this coroner who's sifting through the debris that was in the exploded car and right. she and he wants to ID the guy and she's like dude this is crazy but the bags got switched up and I just have a bag of car parts it was supposed to be the bag of people parts but it's car parts I'll fix it he calls her back later and she's like this is weird but there's no human remains in that car doesn't matter how hot it would have been there should have been some bones and some teeth so during one of these phone calls we see in the background a door open and one of these suit guys who we know to be uh, an antagonist is coming in puts his gloves on and he goes through her drawers and he pulls out a power drill and throughout the movie they've they've choked killed at least two people and Amanda goes I like that this robot didn't have as much faith in his choking ability somebody's face with his bare hand but this guy needs to put on put on his gloves maybe he was in like power saving mode like when the battery goes yellow on your cell phone <laughs> he was like oh shit I don't know if I could crush a, crush a nasal cavity um, so he drills her face I'm gonna need a prop for this smaller blonde girl she, like she was calling it a prop she's like he needs a prop for this <laughs> <laughs> I did like the commercial though the commercial's dude, good dude, dude, you, wait Amanda can you sing it I kind of know right can you start it five more days till Halloween was that it Kate can you do it three more days till Halloween Halloween she's better they only do it 500 times in the first 10 minutes of the movie 14 yeah. times. They Fort only do it 14 times. Like, it's almost time. Very repetitive. Be sure to tune in at 9 for the big giveaway. What were they going to give away? your mask. <laughs> right? I, they were going to give away murder, the biggest, like, joke, the biggest joke on the children. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Tom Atkins but and the what, girl. What would you have tuned in for? Like if a if a big company was going to do a giveaway when in you were 80s? like 7, 8 years old, what would you have been matter. like, okay, I have to be at home at 9 o'clock in front on of my TV. Halloween. with my mask on Halloween, on. Right? on Halloween. Now, you're like seven or eight years old, so at least if you were in my house, your ass would have been home for like at least an hour at that point. For sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there, I can't think of a thing that would well, have been like... Well, there were only three channels and they bought the ad true. space on all three channels. A bike, <laughs> another Very mask, true. a special mask. Like, I can only think of things that I would want to win um, from a giveaway. I, I literally, we, as an adult, rushed home to see the premiere of The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> on yeah. Halloween. It was on Halloween. We rushed home to do, see do, 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 Did you 
Did they have an ad going up for it? Yeah. Did you have your mask on? Two more days till Walking Dead. Walking Dead. Walking dead. Um, yeah. So if they had wanted to play a practical joke on the adult too low comic books, I would have been Snake City. <laughs> so. Tom Atkins and this girl are in the factory. He, Tom Atkins sees this woman, an old ancient woman knitting, and he goes to grab her and her head falls off and she's a robot. And then they capture him and he fights off a couple and they, what what's inside? Well, let me ask Kate. Kate, what's inside of them? Which? The, the robots? The, the robot oh, bad guys in the suits? A bunch of gears. Oh, goo. Like yellow what, goo. Yeah. What kind of goo? It looks like gack. Like pussy goo. It's like... Orange juice. I think it's a... Po- no, it's Was that not. really orange, orange juice? That's what, it lo- that's what it looks like. It looks it like looks, they were like, I think it's well, we can't do because Alien did milk. What other... They opened the fridge and they were like, oh, you know what it is? They opened up the fridge. They were like, we can't do milk, water, the purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D. And then use the... Fucking caterers bought too many gallons of Sunny D. I think you need to check the color on your TV because that shit's green as yeah, hell. Yeah, it was pretty green on ours. Oh, yours was green. It looked like orange and yellow on ours. Like, what did you watch it on? A, a, a TV. A, a big ass TV. TV. It looked like <laughs> like a melted thing of like fat, like that. Color. Everybody listening right now, tell us what color the goo inside the goo <laughs> robots is. Be as descriptive or as vague as you want. It's orange juice, bro. but please sing it. <laughs> so we find out that these these suits who've been chasing the people are robots, and that Cochrane has all this shit. Now they've alluded to Cochrane being the end all be all of gags and pranks and shit. Um, he's not even Irish. <laughs> they split up the two uh, protagonists. They are going to try to kill him with a mask on, but he ends up getting himself out. He ends up freeing yeah. her, which may or may not be where she then is a robot. He literally James Bonds that shit. He like breaks the laser with a penny and like gets out. He kicks a TV and breaks it and then uses the TV screen to cut himself free. But then in then a the single best part, throw, throws yes. the mask onto the video camera so they can't see him. And they're the like, surveillance oh, camera. boss, oh, boss, oh, boss. Technical he's like, I'm on the phone, leave me alone. And they're like, uh, malfunction on camera too and he's like oh. and if you have to tell the big boss about a malfunction on a camera like a That's random security camera yeah. like your workflow is fucked. yeah just uh, first of all chain of command not- is bad first of all if you are involved with an evil plot and the only person in the world who can stop your plot is no longer on the monitor that was there on purpose mm-hmm. to monitor him it is not a technical difficulty that's one two the we see the monitor that he's talking about and there's two eye holes they're lo- the, the camera is looking through the mask you know what that is you work in a fucking mask factory that, you robots, know what happened though, there so they're dumb work do they really yeah. have a lot and of deductive reasoing said, which is thir- number three which I told Amanda that night was I can't believe that that monitor technician had to go straight to the top to talk about that monitor malfunction the top there was the only no human. middle management to be like oh okay let me feel this while the big man is on the phone <laughs> he's the only <laughs> human though to make the decision they're all that. and I don't the think that's true because yeah. Tom Atkins and, and Robot Girl who none of us know her name but she looks like a cute little mouse lady they take a bunch of the the tags that we know can electrocute bug you they bring them up into the rafters and drop them down on people working on computers mm. and that makes them all get zapped which makes me think that those people were humans no because no. like, they're all Agent Smith yes yeah, and spiders didn't come out of their head 
Jets. They're all they're all robots. Yeah. Mm, and I said that he said he worked so hard to give them all different faces. We're they so hard. I, there was something else in that scene that made me think they were humans, and they I can't remember. Are the There's women in the front, like when they first come into the factory? Yeah, that. The I women that know. take them in. Were, do you think they were robots? Well, they had Irish accents, so yes. Oh. <laughs> Whereas the robots, <laughs> the robots, he's not really so Irish, but he couldn't get the robots to speak with any other dialect. So he's like, "We're an Irish." <laughs> <laughs> um, um, no, I think everybody because there's no blood, they all spark. If they were human, their faces would have popped out like like a plugged up blunderbuss. Yeah. Either way, does any of this make sense? No, it's a Halloween movie. <laughs> no, because the thing is, Michael, even when you get into Michael Myers' cult shit, yeah, it's you're more a, than you're the, like it makes more sense okay, than the Thor it's cult. A to B to C. Yeah. Like, I don't like any of the cult shit, but I'm like, okay, <laughs> he's part of a cult and he has to mate with somebody. Yeah, gross. Okay. Oh, it's his sister. Gross. Okay. Um, in this. Yeah, that's they end up electrocuting those couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. They end up electrocuting those couple of people, and then they escape. And at the end, there's like this rotoscope electricity is going around a row of computers that's not explained, and we have no idea what that means. Okay, and I think that's that, supposed to signify a modern Stonehenge because it's I that agree. circle of whatever destruction that he talks agree, about. But the fact that there point. is an actual chunk of Stonehenge nearby that yeah. is unrelated <laughs> makes no sense. And Cochrane is standing between them, and then both of those two things electrocute him to oblivion question mark he just like fades he just away. kind of that's what he, yeah, that's bizarre. he looks like he it looks like he turns into a shitty paper mache version of himself and so then he disappears like an ancient god or something and he's like why like, d8 what, what movie was that where oh Halloween like four. a lady turns really old in the middle of the movie she like goes from being young to really old <laughs> I'm like explaining it great that he oh, usually, Titanic <laughs> <laughs> was, I'm terrible explaining stuff and Aaron's usually like on it the witches? Maybe I don't know. Oh. Anyway, there's something I watched recently where like something happened and a lady turned really old really fast. And In my mind, like, oh. this is a Halloween movie. If like he's the doctor at the hospital where all the people who got killed in the first Halloween got the taken. Second to. Halloween takes place predominantly Ooh. in a hospital. Oh well, I'm saying like if he treated them, got super messed up by it. That's how he became a raging alcoholic, and he's actually like almost blackout right now. And this whole thing is his like fever <laughs> dream because otherwise it has like. No bottom. Yeah, none of it makes sense. Even that chick he thought he got to hook up with turned out to be a goo person. Like, it's just... <laughs> I like your supposition here is that this is all a blackout drunk moment, but it wasn't that he didn't hook up with anybody. The goo people are still real in your thing. But then you said he didn't hook up with a hottie, he hooked up with a goo person. I mean, it's just like his whole... It keeps turning on him. His mind keeps turning on him. So He's a terrible they, father he's terrible everything yeah. this, this factory as the factory's now exploding and Cochrane, their main nemesis question mark has disappeared question mark they yeah. escape and as they're escaping he's talking to her and she looks over at him and it makes like a john carpenter music sting that we keep hearing throughout the movie whenever anything bad happens and she grabs the wheel and jerks it and they crash into a tree yeah. and it's a pretty cool shot of him getting out of the car and if you look you could see a severed arm hanging on her car door on the interior he goes around the other side and opens it and she's a goo person and she's all blah, blah, blah. It's, I and, like that uh, scene man I, oh, it's I great. think it's it's great I, think it's I didn't really see it cool. coming the first time I watched that because yeah. it makes no sense it's not a clever reveal it just makes no goddamn <laughs> okay. sense um, the first time you see those little arms do their own thing though <laughs> yeah it's good right? and it's really cool in camera tricks that they do to make severed arms and severed heads work 
Um, and he like not nah, he fights her, he hits her, he knocks her head off, and then the arm, her severed arm, attacks him in the car. It's great. And then, um, girls, how does the move like so that scene happens? He dis- disarms her. How does the movie end? <laughs> What's the last scene in the movie? Oh, go ahead, Amanda. They just cut you off, like. <laughs> <laughs> They're like boop 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 boop. Okay, so the commercial is airing now at nine Tom o'clock. Atkins. Tom Atkins throws the arm off and he gets away from the oh, robot. Back to this fucking gas station, gas station that is like magically close enough for him to run to, right? right. Like, so he's at the magical gas station <laughs> and he's watching on the television. He's like, and he calls the stations and is like. Believe me, believe me, turn off this commercial. Like, so they're like turning off the commercials. He turns off two, but one of them is still airing. And then they just cut to credits. If Stonehenge is broken and blowed up, is it still going to work? Maybe. There's so many whys, Aaron. I can't even tell. There's so many whys for this movie. Would he care enough to do any of this if he didn't know his kids had those masks? Probably not. He doesn't give an F about those kids. Fair enough. <laughs> if he was a good father, every kid in the world would have been had a melted face because he would have been trick or treating and sitting home watching that prize giveaway. That's with true. His family, right? So shitty dads Probably. can actually help. This is. This is <laughs> <laughs> See, oh, man. I'm not being a deadbeat because I'm a shitty dad. I'm being a deadbeat because one day I might be able to save the world. So can you imagine? Like, let's just say because I, I guess if there were three channels and right. he was able, so so the scene ends. He calls this, I don't know, the United Television Station channel that <laughs> he knows one, the yeah. number of. <laughs> and he's like, ring. you got to take these commercials off the air. And one of them says, please, uh, stand by. It's like, it's 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 about to start. It's like, watch, watch. And he's like yelling, take it off, take it off. And then it goes, beep, sorry, we're having technical difficulty. And he breathes a sigh of release and he changes the channel. And it's another one. It says the same thing, beep, technical difficulty. And he changes to the, 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 the third question mark, last station. And it's like, watch the problem giveaway and he's like the third station it's still on turn it off turn, turn it, off. it off and then it turn it off and it cuts so I, I like that ending and I'm gonna say that a third of the children who own those masks are now dead right if they didn't switch the channel it's probably bigger than a third not every one of those kids in in the world bought one of those masks but let's say a good chunk let's just say for the sake of argument a third of children worldwide which seems like a lot let's say a quarter of children worldwide are now mush heads so they're dead mush heads with snakes he's coming alive. out yeah he's alive whether his kids are alive or not this is like the ultimate yeah but i trump you in an argument thing because now anytime his ex-wife is like yeah you're gonna go away with another floozy and he's like yeah and save three quarters of Earth's new population. Okay, this is how that conversation really went down. Okay. <laughs> he's gonna come home and be like, babe, I missed Halloween but I saved two thirds of the children from exploding. She's like, bullshit. <laughs> like, she's not gonna buy any of that. Well, like, also, presumably be cool all over the news. Well, he's only calling like but the local affiliates, right? So it's like that's what the I ABC from like, I don't know, Central Cal, the NBC sure. from Central Cal. Like all the kids in like North Dakota are fucked. <laughs> Every kid in New York, done. But the kids in New York, it's already nine o'clock. If it's nine o'clock in California in Santa Mara, no, no, no. It's Giz- it's it's Gizmo Gremlin rules. Midnight then? is midnight. It's it's there's no time zones in that. Midnight is midnight. <laughs> nine o'clock is nine o'clock. Don't feed him after midnight. Tune in for the giveaway at nine. It doesn't matter where you are. No time. Do you zone. think she's buying? 
But he's like, babe, I single-handedly got these commercials off the air. I would, I wouldn't buy that. Yeah, <laughs> he divorced has, his ass. He has goop person um, evidence on him. He's got forensic evidence of goo but, people. <laughs> there's no forensic evidence. It's 1982. Goo person has forensic evidence inside of her from him. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm a robot the whole time. Um, but his his argument to her it doesn't matter because he'd be like, yeah, well, you bought him the mask that made their heads explode. Boom, walk out. Well, and he did try to warn her. Yeah, he did. There's he that. called her and she was like, you suck. Yep. And he's like, yeah. So like, I agree, he's a shit person. But man, it's gonna be hard to argue with a couple of his points. Well, if his kids <laughs> are dead and they're already divorced, it doesn't matter. She doesn't have to deal with him anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to cut ties at that point. <laughs> If you got two cool kids in a ruined marriage, you could just go do your thing. Yet there are no hot men in this movie. There's not like that's funny no. that I would care about that, but it's like there's not a single attractive male in this movie. Cochran's, I think, that. the best looking one. Colonel Cochran? Yeah. It, he's in like a silver fox, like Tom Atkins. Anderson Cooper kind of way. Yeah. That's hilarious. Hmm. What about the the guy who owns the The bar is low though. <laughs> oh, Mr. Cochran. That's Mr. Cochran right there. Hello, Mr. Cochran. I'll wave at your car. <laughs> Maybe the homeless drunk man that we skipped over in this recap. <laughs> oh, yeah, there is a drunk, there's yeah, a drunk homeless murdered. guy. Like, I don't know. Doesn't See? really further the plot at all. Well, the robots felt fine using their hands on him. They didn't need a prop. Mm, boy, it looks yeah. really um, a prop. That Those shots looked really interesting when they yeah. were forcing they, him on his knees and then they force him on his knees, hold like, him. One guy's holding his shoulder holding and the other heads. guy's holding his head. And just yeah. like, Whoa. And you're like, yeah. I thought this was PG. Yeah. <laughs> then they rip his head off. It's a joke. Thank God. It's a joke on the hobos. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love He's like, hey, so you're running with that bottle. Looks pretty heavy. Be like, no, yeah. I'm strong. It's cool. That was like, a good line. That was good. Like, that's a good writing right there. Also, and, like, why does Santa Mira need a curfew? Like, none of the, I still don't get it. The whole movie doesn't make sense. Because the um, robots got to go home. the whole, charged. like, company town thing where they're all under all surveillance. Robots, and, did fake. you recognize the voice for the curfew? It's I did Jamie not. Lee Curtis. Uh-huh. Is it? Yeah, it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Just doing the voice. I didn't recognize it. I looked. Did she have her her Freddie mask on? (laughs) I don't don't remember saying that, but I believe you. I think it's that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So this is kind of off the cuff, and I don't know if any of you guys have suggestions, but keeping the same framework or the same overall plot or at least some of the big anchor points. Could you save this movie? Could you make it a... Like we said, I, I agree with what Zeb said about cutting it down to a TV show. A 22-minute length could could probably make this an actually pretty a good Goosebumps vehicle. episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's a Goosebumps Are you episode, afraid of the no, dark? Yeah. It release isn't, are you it under a totally different umbrella or don't uh, release it as a Halloween movie. If it, if it was its own thing, I think people would have, have a different opinion of it. Um, but it's I still think, pretty dumb like rationally and legit logistically right like how it works and what you're supposed to believe well yes and no because here's the thing they over explain it but if if they had just said it's magic and they didn't have stonehenge there i'd buy it more oh sure yeah 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 again in a movie called season of the witch and there's no witches in this thing they're (laughs) they're fucking druids Stonehenge wasn't a witch thing. They're druids. Oh, you think this is this is a Stonehenge vehicle? Like it was a Stonehenge PR move? All of it is wrong. If if you just said we got magic, the masks are going to kill the kids. This is already a Goosebumps book, and that worked better. Like, look, you take out Stonehenge, the plot is already a million times better. Don't call it Silver Shamrock because that just confuses the whole Halloween thing. Get rid of that. <laughs> 
already. Hey, generic mass company in the middle of nowhere. Doesn't have to be in the middle of nowhere either. It can be just outside of this uh this they gas station. Called it Silver Serpent or Silver Cricket. That would have a- been better. Anything. But like just get just simplify the plot. We have masks that kill kids when we play this signal. Done. How does it work? Does it matter? No, cuz I don't <laughs> give a shit. Like honestly, it didn't matter just when say a signal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a we have a thing that will send a signal. Even when you explained it, it didn't fucking matter. I was like, I'm on board. You're killing all these kids. <laughs> All right, movie. Where wow me. And and sure, snakes are popping out of their heads. I'm wild. I'm here. I'm on board. I like this movie, but it is a mess because they try to explain everything, but then they don't explain the things that you probably should be explaining. Like, why is everybody acting like Tom Atkins is super hot? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would have liked the movie better if they'd killed him at some yes, point. I agree. Like, if just everyone died, it'd be like, great. I've been waiting the whole freaking movie for him to die, and he didn't die. So sad. This is this is my favorite film in the Halloween franchise next to Halloween Kills, the other malaligned movie. Yeah, the, uh, yeah exactly. Before the other one that's Halloween, not really... Well, before Halloween ends, which is like, how, how did you make a movie that people hate worse than Halloween 3? They should have ended if, it with the commercial. <laughs> do, 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 I wonder if you play Halloween 3 and Halloween ends together at the same time, if you get like the ultimate movie. Like if you could somehow project them both together, it makes sense. There are you know not enough I mean? drugs in the world, It's Matt. not an image blending mode. That's a VFX joke for y'all. That would be cool. <laughs> Just the wavelengths cross each other out. A beam blasts into your eyeballs, and then you're like, i just seen the greatest movie ever. Don't you think this would be a better cross with like something from the Leprechaun series? No, I don't mean a cross. I mean literally playing the two movies oh, on at the top the same of each time? other. Like, like take the film, the, the actual film of, strip of one movie. That's yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I would try works. playing a black. I would try playing it backwards, but I don't want to end up fucking doing some weird voodoo cult Stonehenge shit, melting everybody's faces in the this, bugs. This shit. does feel like a better Leprechaun movie than most of the Leprechaun yeah. movies. Though. <laughs> like, if I found out that Colonel Cochran was actually uh, Warwick Davis, I'd be like, yeah, all right, that tracks. I'm, I'm on board for this. It's, that would be it's... awesome if you if those two franchises announced today, after 30 years of existence, that they were in the same universe. That would be cool as shit. Yeah. But this is my favorite one in the franchise because it's so weird. It is like, to me, this is the movie I pop on for fall. Like, it's enjoyable. Like, I think this it's is probably my, one of the most enjoyable, right? This this activates my fall, my fall season like mood. I mean, clearly Kate's on board with you because she wasn't like, ooh, <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. She was like, ooh, babe, pop it Halloween 3. <laughs> so. Pumpkin spice latte with Halloween 3? Oh, now man. Put me in a sweater and carve me a pumpkin. And I love it. Uh, this is oh, I love this movie. Um, it is super B movie. It's super cheesy. It's uh, up the alley of everything that I love about bad Halloween movies. Like I don't know. It just it just rocks in that sense. And I just love the idea of like snake portals popping out in little kids' heads. I mean, come on, well, that's a lot the cool of bugs too. And stuff. We've mm. seen so many movies because we all know how movies and the industry and editing and writing and um you know uh, executives work. We've all seen movies where we. Know know that shit got chopped up and that the pieces were there but we're not seeing what was supposed to be laid out. This movie does not feel that way. This movie feels like it is telling the story it wanted to tell in the way it did and we just don't get it. Right? Like it's one thing to be like, oh man somebody fucked that movie up. Nobody fucked this up. This is the movie that they were trying to make. I just can't read it. But like (laughs) I'll watch it every year, right? (laughs) 
<laughs> of course. I mean, no, that's 100% right. It doesn't feel like a studio over metal with it. It doesn't feel like it got edited out. In fact, when I'm reading the like IMDb trivia, they're like, the original writer was pissed at the final version because the final version was too violent. What movie, what boring ass movie did you write? <laughs> Like, you wrote he basically that- wrote the computer opening of the Jagger Lantern and the rest of it wasn't his. <laughs> <laughs> that took four weeks to create, by the way. Those those early CGI took four weeks Dang. to program the computer to and do that. little Apple IIs, yeah. Bang, Commodore bang, 64s bang. or whatever. What, back in um, the day. If you, if, if all four of us get the factory tour at the Silver Shamrock Studios in Santa Mira, what mask, what, what complimentary mask are you getting? Are you, uh, Rumi's got, if you're not watching the YouTube, check it out. Rumi's got the bitchin' NECA uh, action figures of three different kids in different Halloween costumes with the three different masks. I guess we haven't said that on this whole episode. One of them is a jack-o'-lantern, a bright orange jack-o'-lantern. One of them is a cool skull face, and the other one is a witch, green witch face that has a black hood over it, um, like over the head. So, if you guys went to Santa Mira, and you're getting one of those masks, whether you know about the snakes and the bugs or not, which one are you getting, ladies? I mean, like, the pumpkin, I guess? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'd be between the pumpkin and the witch. I don't know which one. But if she gets the pumpkin, I'll be the witch. Rumi? I mean, skull. Uh, All the way, right? No contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Don Post skull mask is a classic to begin with, so I'm, I'm there. Talk well, about the I just want to put the pumpkin second. on so I can do that dance that the weatherman did. It's, like <laughs> it's, a, it's a fall dance. Whatever. <laughs> it's a viral like, video. What, what green goo special edition did you guys watch where a weatherman <laughs> jack-o'-lantern dance happened? Um, um, <laughs> Rumi, talk about the figures, Room. Okay, so the three figures, they're tiny. They're, they have the mask. Now, I bought these and was like, I don't even need a regular head. They're going to be melting at all times. Like, obviously, there's going to be the snakes coming out. They come with like interchangeable heads and hands. They're going to be screaming in pain with snakes coming out of their face. My child came up to my office and she she immediately gravitated to them. Was like, look, children. And I was like, okay, hold, she g- loves g- them. Give me one second. And I popped the pop the normal heads on. And now she's like, pumpkin, dance with me. And she'll hold his little hands and listen to Frozen and dance with the pumpkin. And she'd be like, are you watching Witch and Skeleton? Are you watching? I'm dancing. And she's dancing with pumpkin. She's like, okay, your turn. Your turn, Spooky. And Spooky is, is a skeleton. And she'll be like, your turn, Spooky. And then she'll dance with him. And she'll make them all like line up and like listen to her as a teacher. And so like the little, the three little kids are her little playmates when she comes up to And she's like, hello, Spooky children. All right, today I'm coach and we're going to be doing this at Nastics. And it's like her gymnastics lesson that she does with them. And I what have to What sort make- of Godzilla coach is she that she's teaching children that are like one eighteenth her size? <laughs> well, we love Godzilla too, so it makes sense, you know? <laughs> when she dances to Frozen, do you just in your head here, boom, 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 I just, I, I, I just don't know what to like, what to explain, like, because like she calls Freddy Krueger the ouchy baby because he's bald and looks like a like a baby face, and she's just like, oh, he's ouchy, he has a boo boo, and you're like, he sure he does. does have a boo boo, and like Jason, I'm like Sammy, what do you know about Jason? She'd be like, Jason's sad. I'm like, he is sad. Why is he sad? He wants his mommy. I'm like, more than you know, <laughs> more than you know. <laughs> Accurate. But like, we'll be at a store. And 
to be like, look, daddy, it's Jason. He said, and Aren't it's you like, proud? Oh, so, oh my God. Yeah. And like, I'm looking around, I was like, any cool parents notice that? Yeah. <laughs> I do the same thing. Nope. Kids will be like, daddy, a face hugger. And I'll reel out, be like, dude, what do face huggers do? They put an egg in your belly, alien comes out. And I look around, and I'm like, you guys heard that? Who's going to give me props for that? Nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> Because, like, we'll go to Walmart on Sunday mornings and she'll just, like, put on the scary mask and she'll be like, ah. She mm-hmm. loves, like, the scary bunny. She loves the scary devil mask. She, lo- she loves it. But, like, when when she knows cool things, where I'll be like, Sammy, who's that? She'll be like, Godzilla. And I'm like, and, like, no mm-hmm. parents are paying yeah. attention. And you're like, we think that we're good parents. And Child Protective Services is like, Sammy, tell me more about that. Tell yeah. me, tell tell me, me, tell about me more the about the Jason. Hmm? Where on the ouchie baby? <laughs> <laughs> that made up a song when Kent was really little about, <laughs> about George. Georgie from it. So now every oh, time he sees no. a train, he he tells people about Georgie. Like my yeah. my aunt took him for a walk this summer, and there was a drain and That's it rained. The song up, and he was like, um, "She actually like, um, who's Georgie and all the drains in the street?" <laughs> I used to say, "Say hi to Georgie," and he would just do it. And then one day he asked, "I was like, he's?" I said, "He's pretend. It's from a movie, and he's a boy that lives in the drain." Sing them the song. The song I don't remember this. He remembers Georgie the song. Georgie in your yellow bow. Your yellow coat playing with your yellow, uh, dr- playing with your paper, paper boat. boat. Watch out for Pennywise. <laughs> um, something, uh, I that was the bulk of it, that was something. the highlight. <laughs> the next part was, uh, clown teeth grow before your eyes. That's the next, that's how the next verse, uh, like Georgie, this is this she's is riding no a tricycle something. right now, and I, she and I went on this big tricycle ride, and we go for spooky hunts where we go to all, to all the neighborhoods around is trying to see who has 12 foot skeletons and like yeah. cool decorations and she'll be like oh yeah spooky hi spooky daddy i want the spooky to talk to me and you're like uh hi sammy and she's like hi. <laughs> she'll like have a conversation she's such an only child yeah. she has this conversation with it and you have to do the other end of the voice and you're like and you say something wrong she's like no, no. say it like this <laughs> Say it like this. Say this. Say this. She'll tell you the script and you're like, yep. I didn't follow. What? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, she want, She would definitely be the pumpkin. She likes the pumpkin. She loves pumpkin. Guys, it's a jack-o'-lantern. Pumpkins don't have faces. Whatever. He's a little pumpkin head. I like the pumpkin. Yeah, the pumpkin is cool, but I would be a skull all day. I love that. Yeah, the skull looks really cool. I like the sculpt of the skull. Yeah, it's a cool scene in the movie if you guys have ever seen it. Tom Berman Studios did the effects and made the masks, I believe. Um, Don Post then sold them and like a lot of the masks in their like, yeah. OG now, Don Trick or Treat Studios masks, yeah. is making them but in the in the movie you get to see them casting the masks and it's just slush latex masks which is pretty cool because that's literally how they make them but the in the movie the skulls are black because there's black um, um, low lights in, in the mask so they they cast it black and then paint it um, bone color whatever gray white on top of it and it makes it look really layered in depth which is cool I just always thought that was a really neat thing the other two masks at least in the movie are regular non-colored latex which doesn't seem oh, to make sense to but me, that but room like, your eyes would burn from the ammonia oh yeah I was like too inside but Matt used to do practical special effects and like I was just like those masks must smell like so awful <laughs> the inside. Maybe in a warehouse that size you're okay but like yeah god and uh, in a bowl because it's like to make those masks you have a mold which essentially looks like a five gallon bucket you pour it in there and you roll it around slosh it around then pour it back out and you do that a number of times but like the bowl would direct the scent up at you. You should be wearing a respirator. <laughs> yeah. Nobody yeah, does yeah. in the movie, but maybe they weren't using real latex. They didn't give a fuck in the 80s. No, they man. probably don't give a 
a fuck now. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, what's the wrap up? We picked our masks. I mean, for me, it's a Hollywood classic. I, I this is a Halloween classic. I'm watching it again. Uh, still every, I watch it every year. Fine, it's fine. <laughs> what do you, Kate, what do you give it on a scale from one to ten, Kate? As far as a, a successful movie, not necessarily a Halloween or even a horror movie, no, but just like as a movie, did it? Is what it, did it fun? Get? How about a fun movie? Let's not even say successful. Is it fun? I'll give it a, like a five or six. Yeah, because I'll watch. Fair. I mean, I'll watch it again. I don't feel like I wasted time, <clears throat> but it's not like on my list of favorite movies. You know, you said you watch it every year. Yeah, that's fine. I watch a lot of movies every year. That's fine. I mean, what about you, babe? What do you? What's on, your on a fun scale? Sure, four and a half. Oh, that's way higher than what I thought. But on like successful movie scale, that that would be lower. So more fun. Yeah, like it. It was. I I disagree with Kate though because I do feel like I wasted my time. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me. This is this will this will translate it into a language that I can understand. If tomorrow night for Shitty Movie Sunday, five or six of our friends come over mm-hmm. and that's the movie that gets voted, would you stay for it or you're like, no, I can't do that? That would be more fun. Have a lot of people comment. But us sitting there, watching. No, it was just like, oh, God, why is this movie we, still the, on? The can first someone time, please die? Uh, the first um, time I ever saw it was at Shitty Movie Sunday and it wasn't a great Shitty Movie Sunday because everybody was like, oh, they were involved. They were invested oh, in it. Oh, they were into it. It was better. Oh. It wasn't well, one of the highlights of a shitty movie Sunday because it, people weren't just like shooting off zingers the whole time. There's plenty of stuff to laugh at, but I remember specifically like when they're ripping off the hobo's head, I was like, this movie didn't come to play. I'm on board. It's fun. <laughs> I think fun-wise, it's way higher than success-wise. Like I give it yeah. a seven or an eight easy Big for time. fun. And if you got more people, like me and Rumi just watching that, oh, fuck, that's great. Me and a room full of shitty movie people, oh, endless. It's so, it's just, there's so much there to be like, why did you choose it that way? Like, why did you make that part that way? I think the movie is better than like 95% of the movies that get shown during Shitty Movie Sunday. Um, so like it's just it's more watchable but it's still not a good movie <laughs> yeah I'm not debating I don't think I debate either of those things I mean it's a it makes me want to learn more about the marriage between Stonehenge a Stonehenge like rock dust like you specifically see them breaking pieces of it off mm-hmm. rock dust and technological parts that was not explained I'd watch that as a prequel sequel <laughs> the microchip version of this the 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 halt and catch fire of of make mass making Stonehenge magic. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> it's just him creating the robot goo yeah. in there, doing it's the like, hard labor. Ooh, Sunny D. <laughs> well, guys, let us know. Tell us. Hit us up on social media. What do you think of Halloween 3? Is it the best in the franchise, like I think? Or is it trash and garbage and, and you wouldn't waste your time with it? Let us know. Facebook, Instagram, and X at Launchpad Pod <laughs> on our website, launchpadpod.com and on our YouTube channel. And uh, I think there's only one thing we can do left and it's blast this thing off and we get to do it with our wives. So Yay. no, wait, but here's my thought and I've been thinking about this the entire episode. Do we just do it independent or do me and Amanda like still go towards you? You. No, I want to do it. I, I want to do it. I don't think she's ever ever done the blast off with me. What? <laughs> I've been on episodes, honey. Yeah, but I don't know if we did the blast off. I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. Well, well like, do I would do it with each other as a four, or do we just do two and two? Just do two and two. Okay. Or we could I, do like this. Thank oh, God. I don't know, Kate. That's especially if it's just <laughs> coordination. Time, that might be too advanced. <laughs> this is like wait a minute. Meta. <laughs> this is getting time. way too complicated. This is too complicated. Let's just wait, do this. Now. All, right. All right, ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
Yay. We've hit the Rocketeers. We're out. Yay. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.